Welcome to another podcast from Planet Shakers Church. For details on campus locations and service times, check out planetshakers.com. Today we've got Pastor Russell Evans speaking on anointing. Let's check it out. The Scripture says, Isaiah chapter 61 says this. Isaiah 61 is a, is a word given that Jesus quotes about Himself in Luke chapter 4. It's when Jesus basically presents Himself to the world and He says this Scripture that is in Isaiah 61. And He says this, it says this, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me. Everyone say, upon me. Say it with a bit of force. Is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me. Everyone say, anointed me. You know, it says here that the, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. You see, when you become a Christian, God lives in you. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, it's for you to change the world. Jesus is making this statement, but what He's saying is, this is the mission of what I'm here for. And how many know that Jesus' mission is our mission? I'll rewind that. How many know that Jesus' mission is our mission? So Jesus said, wait for the Holy Spirit. In Acts 1.8, He said, you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Everyone say, upon you. They're in Acts chapter 2, and the Holy Spirit comes upon them. Everyone say, upon them. Acts 1.8 is setting up the mission for the church to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the outermost parts of the earth. In other words, Jesus says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's saying to us, wait for the Holy Spirit because He'll come upon you for the mission. See, this Spirit of God, when it comes upon you, God's Spirit has resurrection power in it. So that means you and I, when the Spirit of God comes upon us, we have resurrection power upon us. God's Spirit empowers us. So when you carry the Spirit of God, you are empowered to change the world. God's Spirit refreshes us when He comes upon us. God's Spirit heals us. God is, God's Spirit is full of joy. God's Spirit is full of love. God's Spirit is full of peace. God's Spirit is the Spirit of the Kingdom of God. So the Bible says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Everyone say, anointed me. Today I want to speak to you about anointed. See, the reason it says the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to. In other words, He's anointed you to do something. He just doesn't come upon you just for a nice time. He comes upon you. That's a byproduct of it. He comes upon you to change the world. He comes upon you and He comes upon me to empower us to do certain things. So the Bible says He's anointed me to bring good news to the poor. You know, poor doesn't always mean a lack of money. You know, I know some some very wealthy people who have all the money in the world. Well, they don't have all the money in the world. They, They don't need money. But 
they're poor in spirit because they don't know God. That they might be successful in money, but they're struggling with their family or struggling with peace or struggling with joy. They're always needing something more to fulfil this void inside of them. So the whole world from rich in resource and people who lack resource, all through the scales, if you're without Jesus, you're poor. You're poor. And the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you. You see people there, well, the Spirit of the Lord is to bring good news to the poor. Well, it's not just for the poor because Jesus died for the whole world. So that means everybody is poor without God. Bible puts it this way, you can gain the whole world, but lose your soul. So if your soul is lost, you're poor. He's anointed me to bring good news to the poor. You are anointed to bring good news. You're anointed to bring the life. You're anointed to bring power. You're anointed to see Kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. You're anointed to see change. It was amazing watching the, this hundred years and a guy called Smith Wigglesworth came to Adelaide. This guy was a plumber by trade from Bradford, England. But he had an encounter with God that changed his life forever. He was unusual, but God uses unusual people. We think we have to look a certain way for God to use us. And God uses whoever He wants to confound the people who think they got it all together. <laughs> I asked my dad one time, there was these two healing evangelists and they're a bit weird, a bit strange. And I said to my dad, why does God use them? You know what he said? To show He's God. Because man says, well, it should look like this and it should sound like this and it should be like that. God says, huh, that's what you think. Watch what I do through this person. This person doesn't fit your parameters, but I'm going to use them. So this guy goes to Adelaide and he starts filling these rooms and seeing the healing power of God because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him to bring healing. My grandma went to a little church. She wasn't on fire. She just went to church because she had to. And she comes into these meetings and she has this encounter with God that literally changes her life and my life. <laughs> then a lady because I love this about God, because back in those days, women weren't being used by the, the churches, but with the Pentecostal churches, God began to raise up women because God uses men and women. And we're a people who empower women to be who they're all called to be. And we empower men too. And so this woman comes, in fact, Amy, my daughter is named after her. Her name's Amy Semple McPherson. And the same spelling, A-I-M-E-E, -E, which is the French version of Amy, that's how her name was spelt. And my grandma, four foot nothing, sitting in these meetings where she starts moving in the power of God. And my grandma gets baptised in the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues. She's about 17. 
So she gets so on fire for God and she gets so passionate for God. Her family gets to the church. My, her dad mortgaged his house to buy their first, the first church. And here, a hundred years later, you are standing in facilities or sitting in facilities. We're touching millions and millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions of people, hundreds of millions of people. Just on YouTube alone, I, I looked before I came on actually, 400 million views on YouTube alone, just on YouTube. So you add all the other places and all the other things that people, that's just Planet Shakers TV channel. You look at other people have other channels that they put our songs on and all that. So if you look at the impact, it's crazy. That's just through us. But then you go through all the people that came through that place and, 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 and raised up in that place. People like Pastor Tim Hall, who God has used to see hundreds of thousands of people, no millions, at least a million people give their life to Jesus to see miracle upon miracle upon miracle upon miracle. My grandma's 17. She gets filled with the power of God to bring good news to the poor. To bring good news. You know, there is a reason why I think our church wants to impact the world is because we understand the Spirit of the Lord is upon us. We understand that He's empowered us to make a difference. You know, my grandma, she's an amazing lady. She would, uh, in the mornings, get up and pray for three hours. Amy and Noah think they invented that in the church here, but uh, not really. We'll pray before they're ever born. Don't worry about that. Um, but the, the truth is my grandparents would pray three hours in the morning, three hours at evening. And uh, she'd get up there and pray. At 17 years of age, she used to go out in the streets. And you don't do this now because it doesn't work. But it worked back in those days because they used to have all these discussions and street preachers. And so there was this, she'd get on a little platform. She was four foot nothing and she'd preach. When she was 18, she understood the Spirit of the Lord was upon her to bring good news. And so she went into hospitals and started praying for sick people. She turned up to the first hospital and said, excuse me, my name's Stella Wheaton. Can I, can I pray for sick people? Is there any sick people here? They said, this is a hospital. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that, but the people that are on the verge of going from one life to the next, I said, yeah, yeah, sure, you can go. They're over in that wing. My grandma used to go and pray. At the age of 21, she understood that the Spirit of the Lord was upon her and it anointed her. So she was the first in the Assemblies of God, which is now the Australian Christian Churches, first ever woman missionary sent from Australia. First ever woman missionary. Because she thought, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, has anointed me. And so at 21, she gets in a boat and goes to India. And she's working in the slums. She's working in rubbish tips with people living. She's single. She meets this handsome Welshman at a Christian camp and they fall in love. They don't date, they write letters and then they got married. 
because they understood that the Spirit of the Lord was upon them for something. They're there for five years. They've only had three decisions and one, one has stayed. But what keeps them going is the Spirit of the Lord is upon them for. My grandma gets sick because she caught smallpox from the people who were living in the rubbish tips. The very people she was called to bring the Spirit of God to, she caught sickness from. And she's dying. And as she's dying, my grandpa comes in with communion with another pastor. And they open her mouth because they don't think she's going to make it through the the night. And with smallpox, you go blind. You have marks all over your body if you recover. And as they open her mouth, they they put a little bit of bread in there and they said, this is the body of Christ. They put a little bit of grape juice. This is the blood of Jesus. And something begins to happen. Not Nothing powerful in the bread or in the in the little juice, but what was powerful, it, what it represented. It represented the body of Jesus that was shed for our sin. The body of Jesus that was beaten and by His stripes we are healed. It represented the blood of Jesus who had all power over every demonic sickness. That's what it represented. They didn't think she was gonna make it through the night, but the next day she's better, a little bit better. So they come and do it again. And after three days, she shakes under the power of God and she's completely well, completely well. Then for the next 20 years, they pastored in India, planted churches, saw moves of God, had some opposition, but they kept going. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord was upon them for, to do something, to do something. You're here today because my grandparents let the Spirit of the Lord come up. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if they hadn't followed Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon them for, to heal. The Bible says, to bring good news to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted. The brokenhearted. See, you've got healing on your life. God wants to use you to heal people physically, people emotionally, people spiritually. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you if you let Him. After 25 years, they came back to Australia and pastored. Paradise Church, which was a different name back then, for six years. I didn't know this actually. I learned a whole heap of stuff on this trip. Six years. So my grandma's uncle started the church, was the first pastor he didn't start the church with. No one knew how the church started actually. Started in a small group. There was no leader, but he became the first pastor. Then years later, my grandparents were the pastor for six years. And then they had that missionary call to go and they went to Papua New Guinea. (laughs) That's why I was born there. And so 
they start seeing a revival in Papua New Guinea, like amazing, amazing revival. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is upon them for to bring healing, to bring hope. You're anointed. You're anointed. You're anointed to change the world. You are anointed to change the world. See, being a Christian is amazing, but also there's challenges. Don't listen to any lie that says, oh, coming to Christ, everything's gonna be easy. No, part of being a Christian is there's persecution. Part of being a Christian, there is suffering. But at the same time, there is favour. And so you have favour because you have Jesus. See, Jesus was His favour. He was on the cross, He still had favour. So He had suffering and favour at the same time. Romans 8 says, you are and I are inheritor of Christ. We are, we are joint heirs with Christ. When it goes on that we declare Him Abba Father, Daddy, Daddy. So a dad always wants to bless his children. God wants to bless you. But it says this little thing that people don't like quoting at the end of that Scripture, that you may also experience suffering. That's why I need the Spirit of the Lord upon me. Because what helps me in the challenging times is the Spirit of God upon me. What happens when things are going in the facts realm instead of the Spirit realm, I need the Spirit of God to come upon me. Hmm. At the same time, my, then my dad gets on fire and, and then the church in Adelaide, we go to Adelaide from Papua New Guinea. My mum's sick. But we went there because the Spirit of the Lord is upon us four. So we went as, I was four years of age when I went, or two years of age when I went to Adelaide. And we went there and the first six months, 50 people left the church. The church was 150, so a third of the people left. But what kept my dad going? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me too. And then all of a sudden, God gave him this key in prayer. See, what we experience in prayer started out of a seed of prayer. And then all of a sudden, the church started growing, 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 started growing. They went into multiple services, started growing, started growing. And it became the largest church in Australia with 5,000 people back in the early 80s. That was huge. Out of that came a youth ministry that Planet Shakers came out of. Hmm. Then they, they decided they had to buy a building or buy land and they built, bought, bought land and built this building. And they're like, how are we gonna pay for this? And, 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 but what kept going, people gave sacrificially to the purposes of this church to see God's Kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Why did they do that? Because the Spirit of the Lord was upon, the anointing was upon four. And you know, they were the first church in Adelaide that, that was a Pentecostal church to be given a $1 million loan over one million. No one had ever had that. This is, now people go, oh, that's easy. That's a house. But back then houses were about $30,000. And they paid off that whole four and a half, 4,000 seater auditorium in one year and 11 months. 
Why? Because people gave sacrificially because the Spirit of the Lord is upon them to do something. You know, God has given His power to you and I and He wants to return. You say, well, does it say that in the Bible? Yes, there's a story, a parable about how a master representing God gave talents. He gave five talents, he gave two talents and he gave one talent. And he came back to see what the return was on the investment he had put in to these people. And the man with five talents said, Oh, Master, I got you. You gave me five, but I gave you five more. I invested it. And he goes, Well done, son. Well done. You're a faithful servant. I'm going to give you 10. The two says, Hey, I got the two and I invested the two, what you gave me. And I got another two. So we got four. He says, Good on you. If he was an Australian God, good on you. Great, mate. He says, now I'll give you four. So great, I got eight. The one says, oh, I'm a victim. I only got one. And I know that you're harsh. So I went and buried it. And you know what the Bible says in this parable that the master, God says, throw him away, you wicked servant. That's pretty harsh because you didn't invest what I gave, you didn't use what I gave you to invest that talent, that anointing, me coming upon you in power. You didn't use it to change your world. So I, I take it from you and give it to someone else, but don't feel sorry for ever the person who has one talent or you think one gifting or one thing God's called you to do. Don't ever feel sorry for that person because here's the deal. If that one person, and I've done this before, but you, I wanted you to get this in your head. That one person invested that one talent, there would have been two. And God, the master was, says, all right, I'll give you another two, that's four. So then he got the four and, or she got the four and got another four, that's eight. Master comes and adds, it's okay, cool, I'll give you 16. And they get their 16 and they add 16 against 32. And the master says, all right, cool, I'll give you 32, that's 64. And then you get the 64 and you and they, they invest it and it becomes 128. And Master says, good job, I'll give you 128, it's 256. And then they say, okay, let's keep this thing going. 256 becomes 512. Master says, good, another 512 to you, 1,024. Then the 1,024 gets invested, becomes 2,048. Master comes and says, good job, now it's 4,096. And then 4,096 becomes 8,182. And the Master says, Great job, here's another 8,182. It becomes 16,364. And then that 16,364 becomes 32,728. And that 32,728 becomes 65,024. And then that 65,000 becomes 130,000. Starts with one. Because if you understand, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me to use what He's brought on me. You change your world. <laughs> so, who wants God to come upon them again? Who wants, who wants this anointing to change your world? Who, said, who says, I'm not just gonna experience it, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna invest it. I'm gonna multiply it. I'm gonna break through it. Ah. So there's a, there's a Scripture here that says, 
the Spirit of the Lord is upon me on this. He anointed me, He's anointed us to offensive praise instead of despair. So you and I are anointed to release festive praise instead of despair. So you have an anointing to change atmospheres. That was once despair, now festive praise. Because when King Jesus walks into a room, the despair turns to praise. So we prepare for Him to come through our praise. I talked about this last week. Festive praise. Wow, wasn't that amazing? And I'm sure it's exactly what you needed to hear right now for what you're going through. Hey, don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at Planet Shakers. Keep in touch in this season that we're in. And also you can email us or check our website for other details as well.